0: The
3: The blood inside of me The life inside of me Everywhere I go
2: Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God bless you, my brothers and sisters, and welcome to another segment of Kingdom Empowerment Radio. I am your host for this evening, Chaplain Kevin Graves. I can be reached on Kingdom Empowerment Radio. For those who want to call in, the number is 646-668-2413. Again, 646-668-2413. For those who want to call in, I am with you every second and fourth Monday of each month. It is a pleasure being with you again on Kingdom Empowerment Radio. And and as always, before I uh, begin a segment, I like to give honor to whom honor is due. I like to thank uh, Dr. Gani and her husband for their tireless work in putting together Kingdom Empowerment Radio and, and keeping this movement, because that's what it is. It is a movement. It is... It is the move of God, uh, not just here in the United States, but abroad, to bring the gospel to every nation so that everyone can hear. Why? Because Scripture tells us that God is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering to us. We're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that is what, what what we are about on Kingdom Empowerment Radio. We talk about repentance. We preach the same gospel that John the Baptist preached, and that is about repentance. And this is not a very popular gospel because, uh, well, some people are tired of hearing about it, and they're tired of hearing about repentance. But we will not deviate. From the message that we're bringing here We will not uh, Cater to those that have itching ears We will cater to those Who want to hear the truth We will cater to those who want the Unadulterated truth And those are the individuals Who we serve Now we bring this gospel to everyone Who is willing to listen And the message of repentance Does not get old And we will continue to preach repentance Until there's no more breath in our body So with that said, again, I would like to, again, uh, thank uh, Dr. Gani and her husband uh, for Kingdom Empowerment Radio. Thank you for for allowing me, uh, by the grace of God, uh, to to, to be a part of this, to be a part of this this movement. And uh, for everyone who is uh, listening um, and has listened before and maybe is listening for the first time, uh, you're going to be blessed, and I say that with all humility. Uh, what God has in store for His people in this hour is is beyond our comprehension. This move of God, this this Holy Spirit move of God, where where people are seeing signs and miracles and wonders, and and people are being healed, and demons are being cast out. That uh, this is what God is going to be doing in this season, and 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 eyes are going to be open. Hallelujah to the to 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 not church, but to the gospel, to what Jesus has preached, to what Jesus told his disciples, to what he's still telling us even today, and that's to go out, to move, to go, and to preach the gospel. And in so doing, we would be endued with power to to be able to heal the sick and cast out demons, and and that. And in so doing, uh, the works, not in our own strength, but by the power of God, hallelujah, would bring and establish a confirmation that we are not doing this uh, in our own strength. But that God, the creator, the almighty God, is has given his people the power to, to do these mighty works. And I, I'm really excited. I don't know about you, but I'm really excited. And, and, and really anticipating uh, 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 what God is doing. And, and and I'm thankful that I have made myself available to what he is doing. Uh, so many of us are, are, are busy. We're busy doing this. We're busy doing that and and, and the cares of the world. Uh, and no one's saying that we should not be about our business, but we cannot be so busy that we neglect or 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 just uh, forget about what we are called to do as far as advancing this kingdom and uh, tonight's message I want to get into that as well uh, tonight's topic is do we truly have the victory now now that's a question I phrased that in the form of a question do we truly have the victory and as I just read and uh, what uh, many of you know uh, there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians Paul's letter to the church at Corinth and he spoke about this and and this, you can find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 I started at verse 50 and I concluded at 58 and this is something that we must understand as the scripture says that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So therefore, this mortal man must put on immortality. This corrupt man must put on incorruption. So therefore, this physical man, so when we die, our physical body will decay and will return to the dust. Therefore, we now, this physical man, cannot inherit that which is the kingdom of God. So now we must put on a new body. We must move from, from the corruptible to now the incorruptible, from the mortal to now the immortal. And this is what scripture is telling us, that all of this will happen, all of this will, will take place in, in, in a twinkling of an eye, the scripture tells us. And it is going to be such a beautiful thing when we move from one phase to the next. And I want us to really hold steadfast, as the man of God says here, as the apostle writes, I want us to hold steadfast to this promise, to what the word of God is telling us. So in your travail, in your distress, in your struggles, remember this moment that there will be a transformation. There will be a transformation where we will now move from the corruptible into a place of glory. And God is telling us that we should not forget this that our labor, our toil, our struggle, our persecution, even our martyrdom in many cases will not be in vain. It will not be in vain. Everything that you have labored for, everything that you have preached about, everything that you have been persecuted about, everything that people have ridiculed you, ridiculed you about concerning Scripture, pe- people who have even laughed at you and saying, "Oh, you, you, you." You, you, Jesus, follow. You're worshiping a man. Your your faith is in vain. Your faith is not true. This thing about Christianity, it's nothing more than fables and folklore. It's nothing more than, 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 than tales created by man. You're being made a fool of. My brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you tonight, continue to tarry for the things concerning the kingdom of God. Do not become distressed. Know and know that you know that you know. Satan is going to come against you, and he's going to say, hmm, okay, are you sure? He's going to do what he did to Eve in the garden. He's going to say, hmm, are you sure God said this? Are you sure that this is what the word of God says? He's going to bring what you believe into question. Do not doubt. Get into the word of God. Say, Lord, manifest yourself. Lord, I'm being attacked from every angle, from the left, from the right, from, from the front, from the back. Immerse yourself. Immerse yourself in the presence of God That is where his truth is That is where the peace of God is And when you do this When you do this He will protect you He will guide you He will guide you into all truth He'll even take you to levels Different levels of understanding He is asking us He is pleading with us in this hour To go to another level If we merely are scratching the surface that is what Satan wants. Satan does not want us to enter into the Holy of Holies. He wants, his, he wants the people of God to remain in the outer courts. And I, I am telling you right now, as, as, as I am as sure as Jesus Christ is Lord, I am as sure as he is God, that, beloved, in order for you to enter, into that next level, in order for you to enter, into that holy place you must you must lay aside those things that are hindering you you must lay aside religiosity, you must lay aside the cares of this world and say Lord, I want to know you for myself I want to know you in that secret place Lord I want you to cover you with my I, I, I want you to cover me with your feathers I want you to, 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 to speak to me. Hallelujah, I want you to speak to me in such a way I've never even heard you before. Lord, make yourself plain to me because I'm I'm not satisfied with just merely scratching at the surface. I'm not satisfied with being in the outer courts, but I want to go into that secret place. I want to go into the Holy of Holies. I want to be in your presence because in your presence, your word says, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your presence, there is power. In your presence, there is deliverance. Upon Mount Zion, there is deliverance. It is your portion. My brothers and sisters, the victory is in Jesus. The victory, you want to know who the victory is? The victory is Jesus Christ. Why? Because the word of God clearly tells us that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through whom? Through Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus Christ came. He died. He is now risen. He is no longer in a manger. He is no longer on a cross. He is no longer in the grave, but he is risen, and he sits at the right hand of our Heavenly Father. And someday, yes, whether we are alive when he returns, we do not know the day nor the hour. But I am telling you right now, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for the coming of Jesus Christ. Do not be slack concerning the promises of God. Do not be laxed or slack concerning these things, because as it is written, he will return, and he is returning for a bride, a people who, who he can call to himself, a people who are watching, a people who are praying, a people who are who are warring in the spirit, who are warring in tongues, who are in tune to the things concerning the kingdom, who are preparing for His return, who are doing the work which He has called us to do. This is the, these are the people who He is calling upon. These are His people, not those who are waiting uh, 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 by the door, okay, looking up. To the sky waiting for Jesus But they're doing the work They're out there doing And they're not sitting by Idly doing nothing But they're out there Doing the work That Jesus Christ has Called us to do Hallelujah Heavenly Father Be glorified We ask In this hour By your precious Holy Spirit That you would be glorified in this hour Be glorified in this short period of time, Lord That, hallelujah, I have with your brethren, Lord And we thank you for every listener Every new listener, Lord I pray that, Lord, you would pour out a special blessing That, Lord, you would pour out new oil, fresh oil For those who are weary in the spirit, for those who are weary of of, of the work that you have called them to, Lord Jesus, I pray that that you would fill their lamps afresh with fresh oil, that, Lord, you would pour out a fresh anointing. For those who are weary, Lord, for those who have been beat down, for those who have been persecuted, that, Lord, you would do something afresh, that Lord you would anoint us again that Lord even for those who are backslidden those who are thinking about quitting those who are tired Lord those who are just wanting you to come Lord and yes we want you to come but Lord there is much work to be done before that takes place for those who are weary for those who are even suicidal Lord for those who are thinking about taking their own lives for those who who are depressed for those who are full of anxiety Lord, I just pray that you would anoint these individuals afresh. And in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare that they shall live and not die to declare the work of the Almighty God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing in this short time, for what you're doing on Kingdom Empowerment Radio, as you are empowering your people to move forward in spirit and in truth. And we just ask that you would manifest yourself In this time that we have together, that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. My brothers and sisters, God bless you. And it is approximately 8.20 p.m. I will be with you for one hour. It is a short period of time, but I promise you, I pray that it will be a power-packed hour. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, that it will be a Holy Ghost-filled uh, period of time together. And again, I want to return to this topic, do we truly have the victory? Do we even know, my brothers and sisters, what it means to be victorious? What does it mean to, to, to have the victory And, you know, there there are definitions for victory, and one is the act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle. And when we look at this, it is the act of defeating an enemy or an opponent in a battle. And when we look at defeating an enemy, first of all, before we even talk about victory, we must address Do we even know that we're in a war? And we're talking about defeating an enemy. And many of us within the body of Christ do not know we're in a war. Many of us think that, oh, well, you know, Christ came, he died, you know, we have the victory. So what war are you referring to? Well, my brothers and sisters, the scriptures make it very plain. In First John chapter 3, verse 8, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, we know that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is risen, and he sits at the right hand of our Heavenly Father. But when he ascended, that did not mean that the warfare ended at his ascension. And I want to say that again. We know that we have victory. We know that through Christ. We know that we have the victory over sin and death which means that we now have passed from a sin condition which which we we which came about through the transgression in the garden of eden when adam and eve sinned and ate from the knowledge ate from the tree excuse me from the knowledge of good and evil they ate the fruit from the tree thus plunging adam and eve and also humankind their offspring into sin but thanks be to god hallelujah who has given us the victory over sin and over death that we, he has conquered the grave and he has taken the keys and we now have this victory this victory that i'm referring to is that separation between god and and his people because because Jesus Christ came, died, and is and and rose from the grave, we now have access to God. We now have access to the throne room. So that means so what does that mean? Having access to God. What is it what what does this victory entail? What are the fruits of this victory? And the fruits of this victory is that we now have access To God, sin and death is no more. Yes, let me rephrase that too. That doesn't mean that we won't die. We will. We will die. We will die. So, but when we die, we know that this mortal man will not remain in the grave. We know that this man or woman has not who has passed away will not remain there. But we, through Jesus Christ, and no act of our own, will ascend. We will have the victory. We won't remain in the grave. So there is a hope. For some people, they have no hope. For some, their hope is earthbound. But we say that our hope is that when we return to the dust, we will not remain in the grave, but we will put on a body of incorruption and immortality and we will put on a new glorious body, a spiritual body, who is vic- a body that is victorious and will rise again in the name of Jesus. And we thank Jesus Christ for this. So he has now given us access to God through his death, through his coming, through his death and his resurrection. And we thank God that he would think so much of us that he would give us this victory over sin and death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And my my brothers and sisters, I just want to also share that being that we have this victory and being that we have this victory through Christ and that Christ has crushed the head of the serpent, And that we have this victory. Now, does that mean that because we have victory, we're not going to be afflicted by Satan? No, 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 no. No, not at all. Because why? Why is this the case? Why? Because we have to also understand that Satan, the prince of the power of the air, who controls this earthly realm, he's the prince of this realm, this atmosphere, this environment. And we see it. And he is busy at work, doing what? Influencing people. Influencing, manipulating, and, 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 and possessing people, oppressing people. And that is his assignment. Satan's assignment is threefold, to steal, kill, and destroy. And that, even though we have the victory, even though we have the victory, does not mean that, that it doesn't mean that we are immune to affliction. He will afflict us. He will oppress us. He will, in, in some cases, he has possessed a few people, and he will try to influence, and he will try to manipulate the people of God. So it is very important, my brothers and sisters, that, yes, rejoice in the victory. But understand, we are still in a war. The war is not over. And in order to understand this, we must understand the spirit realm. Many of us do not understand the spirit realm. The Bible talks very openly about things concerning the spirit realm. If you want to take it a step further, you can go. It's right here in the Bible. And I would also implore... uh, individuals to begin to study even uh, areas of witchcraft and Wicca. These are areas. These are different areas that the Bible touches on. Now, when you start to study areas dealing with the spirit realm and how witches will try to manipulate to bring about an outcome, to bring about spells, whether some consider, oh, well, that's, this person's not a bad witch. Uh, they 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 cast love spells. Look, this is this is a practice, beloved, that is not of God. I don't care if you call your if, if it's a if you're a good witch or you're a bad witch. These are practices that are not of God, and it's considered to be an abomination. I want to make that very clear. Now let me get back on target here. When you study and you see. In Ephesians chapter 6, I'll start at verse 10, the word of God reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. So what Paul is saying here is that this warfare is not earthly in a sense where it's focused from the earth you are dealing with higher powers you are dealing with principalities as the scripture says spiritual wickedness where in high places so this is what this is what we're facing and until we're able to see it until we're even able to acknowledge that we're actually in a war we are going to be on the outside looking in We're going to be oblivious to the spiritual warfare that we're fighting. It is approximately 8:30 p.m. I would like to open up the phone lines for anyone who has any questions or comments on what I'm talking about. Uh, Tonight's topic is: Do we truly have the victory? That's the question. Do we truly have the victory? I would like to open up the phone lines at this time for any questions or comments on tonight's topic. Caller, you're on the air. Any questions or comments? If not, I'll continue. God bless you.
0: Hi. Good and peace to you, men of God. God bless you. Good evening.
2: Good evening, woman of God. Thank you for joining us on Kingdom Empowerment Radio this evening.
0: Amen, amen. Uh, this is a really interesting topic that you're I'm sharing on this evening, and I just wanted to uh, just share that um, do we really have the victory? Now, I wanted to say something in reference to that because a lot of times uh, we say having the victory, we have the victory. We say it in such a cliche way, and what has happened is that it's become almost traditional and part of uh, the norm. In Christianity, it's a way of just saying, oh, I have the victory, and it's, it's just to soothe uh, people's emotionalism. But really what's happening with a lot of individuals is that after they go through the emotionalism and the theatrics and being in services and churches and they, they, they do all the religious things and duties and practices, uh, after – after, the, after the, the, the benediction, what happens is that they're now living defeated lives again. And so, what happened is that people are living a lie and they're living their life, a life superficially. They're they are superficial, it's a, a masquerading party, and because it's a way just to blend in. And because of that, people are living their lives in defeat, yet they're claiming to have the victory. When the, after the benediction is over, uh, people are still dealing with uh, financial struggles. They're dealing with relationship problems. Uh, they're dealing with addictions and there's different sorts of struggles that they're faced with um, on a daily basis. But they have to go to church to pretend. And one of the things I realized is that God cannot anoint who we pretend to be. We cannot pretend to be victorious when we're not victorious. He can't anoint that because God never anoints anything that's superficial, that's fake, that's fabricated. So he cannot anoint who we're pretending to be. And so people leave services And, and yes, I have the victory. They claim to have the victory, but the devil's still beating himself. And so what needs to happen is that we need to experience a true move of God. Number one, people need to accept the Holy Spirit so that way we can uh, sincerely and genuinely experience victory. Victory cannot come without the Holy Spirit, without the power of God. That's number one. Number two, uh, not only do they need to accept him, but they also need to uh, be aware of the deliverance ministry because people are living their lives in bondage every day. And they're, yeah, I have a victory. And then now they have a sense of false hope when nothing is really happening for them. And privately, people are dying. Privately, people are are pretending and all of these things and we, we, we just become so cliche with, with it. Now I, I will say this and I'm not going to take too much time, but recently on social media, they were talking about a pastor. He had a wife, two children, a congregation and he committed suicide. And this is mm-hmm. just recently he committed suicide yeah. and everything just seemed normal. Uh, everything was just like normalcy For people, they, you know, this this perfect image. But you don't know what goes on in between the ears. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. People are dealing with real issues. Uh, As I said, addiction, uh, uh, suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety, fear. And they don't say anything because we have to pretend when it comes to Christianity. I have to pretend that everything is okay because if I, if I, If I don't pretend, people are going to think that I don't have the power. They don't think I want to have enough faith. They don't think God is uh, evident in my life. And that's what we're doing the opposite from what God wants us to do. He wants us to be able to come before him broken, a broken and a contrite heart he would not despise. And then we learn to relinquish our pride and Egotism, and just come before God in humility and brokenness, and say, "I need help, God. This is a nine one one call," or even going to see a Christian counselor or with the believers, and say, "I need you to intercede on my behalf because I'm dealing with an issue that is too strong for me." Too powerful to me, is too overbearing for me, uh, I'm, I'm having issues here. And just be honest and real with yourself to that own self be true. And when we do that, then God can begin to start the restoration process and give us the victory that we really need. But it's not until that happens, until we come to God broken and relinquish our pride and ask him for a, his divine intervention, then and only then we'll be able to really Experience uh, the victory, whether it be in our personal life or in our spiritual life. And victory can only come through the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what I wanted to share with God.
2: Woman of God, thank you so much for your sharing. Uh, as you were talking, I was just writing down, uh, taking some notes uh, as you were talking. And 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 you're so right because. Uh, the if word
1: you know my, I like to, man of God. Yes, you know my, yes, like to, absolutely. Yeah. You, you see, uh, what the woman of God just said is a, a a a a thorough analysis of what is happening in the, in the churches today in the body of Christ. Yes, see, yes. We 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 are we are. We are painted as somebody who have, who have all the things. We have all. In, in essence, uh, everyone, ir- irrespective of uh, our titles, uh, our status, we are all in this together. That's and right. When you, when, you, when, when you portray yourself as someone, oh, I, I don't have this. People look at you as strange. Yeah. Oh, you are a sinner. That is why you don't. Uh, that is why you don't have it. You, what, uh, you need to repent. You, you are you are sinning. What, what have you? Who? What, what? What are you doing? Are, are you okay? Uh, this and that. Who, tell me who is not sinning. Who? The scriptures say we are all sinners. Period. It doesn't matter where, where wherever you are coming from, where, wherever you are, your location. It, it, it does not matter. We are sinners. Every day we sin. You see? The sin you know is the one you know. There are many things you don't know.
3: Mm-hmm. However, yes. you
1: know uh, what you ought to do, but you don't do it. It's a sin. Right? Amen. Amen. We, we are we are giving a kind of uh, an image that this is what we need to belong to. So if we don't belong to that, it's, it's very sad that you can see a man of God committed suicide. He, he died. And many of them are committing suicide.
3: Because, yes. look,
1: because at the end of the service, it's, it's what I always tell my wife. I said, Now nah, look, everybody has come here with a body and going back ah. again home. With the same body, no change.
0: Mm-hmm. Was there any
1: change? Was there any change? No change. You can look at right. the face of people. You can you can you can physically look at the face of many people and see that they have come for a real change, but they are going back. There's no change.
3: That's right. right. Same
1: old story. Mhm.
3: Mhm.
1: Thank you, man of God.
2: Thank you, men of God and women of God. God bless you both. And, and and you're and you're right. You're both right. It, it, it's we have to stop playing this game. It's it, it's like the adversary, Satan is using. Oh, sure, you sure you have the victory. And the you know, woman of God was talking about you. You were using words like uh, it's become cliche. It's it's a word that's caught up in emotionalism, and people are masquerading and and. Hiding behind Issues Instead of saying Lord what, what does it mean What does it mean to have the victory it, The victory that Christ Has given us over sin and death We have to get to a place Where as the man of God Was saying look If there's any sin in our lives We 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 have to repent uh, Let me tell you something beloved When Are we ready for Christ's return? You know, a lot of us talk about the return of Jesus Christ, and and we know what's going to happen. Now, if we happen to be alive when when Christ returns for the second time, then, then, wow, to God be the glory. But if not, well, to God be the glory as well. But here's the thing. If he was to return tonight, if he was to return tonight in all his splendor and glory, and we heard the trumpet sound, Can many of us say that we're ready for his coming, that we have done all we can do, we've gone as far as, are we really ready? And the Lord is not playing games. This is not, you know, there's a a scripture, it says, as a dog returns to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. How many times do we have to continuously do the same thing over and over before we finally say, I can't do this anymore. I can't sin like this. I can't do this particular thing anymore. It's not God honoring. Lord, you're not pleased with me. Yes, it makes my flesh feel good. Yes, it it, 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 it gives me a, a short-term high, but I know it's not right. I know it's wrong, but I, I, I'm just... I'm weak right now. I need this. When are we going to get to that place called sick and tired? Beloved, this is the hour of repentance. This is the time when we have to say, Lord, I am tired because if you were to come tonight, I'm not ready because my flesh is still active. My desires are still active. I'm not seeking you. Fully, the way I should. I'm saying I have the victory, but I'm living a defeated life. Lord, I I don't want to play games because, Lord, I don't know when you're going to return. And if you do return tonight, I'm not ready for you. And I don't want you to find me in this in this in this situation. I don't want you to find me with this uh, playing a masquerade. I, I I don't want you to find me like this. I want you to find me, Lord. So when my life is over. I can stand before God and, and, and with unashamedly, unashamedly, yes, that we can say, yes, I've gone as far as I can go. And, Lord, I thank you for the life you've given me. And, yes, it may not have started out the way uh, uh, I would have liked, but, Lord, it sure ended well. And that is that is where we want to be. How is your life going to end? Is it going to end well? Is it going to end victorious or is it going to end in defeat? That is what we have to ask ourselves. How do you want to end your life? How is your life going to end? Not end your life. Let me rephrase that. I don't nobody thinking I'm, I'm saying something else. How is your life going to end? Is it going to end in glory, or is it going to end, defeat, end defeated? Look at how Judas' life ended. Yes, he was. Yes, he repented and. He, and he sure, he regretted what he did as far as betraying the Son of God. No doubt he was ashamed, but he took his own life. How are we going to end? How, what, is, what, are, what are people going to say about us when our life is over? Are they going, is God going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant? Or is, go, or is he going to say, depart from me, I never knew you? So when we examine this victory, this this is a very, woman of God, you spoke about emotionalism and cliche. It is so true. It's like, I I have the victory. Uh, Yes, but you're living defeated, and, and, and you can't seem to get over the obstacles that are put in front of you. You're claiming victory, but you're living defeated. And this is what God is trying to say. He says, Do you acknowledge, have you entered into my victory? You're saying it, you're proclaiming it, but you haven't positioned yourself. You've not come up to the victory that I have for you. So it's more than just saying it. It's entering into that realm of victory, into the mindset that I am victorious. I don't just say it. I believe it. I'm in it, I walk in it, I I I rejoice in it, and I know it for myself. And it's more than just words. It's more than just a dance. But I am saying, Yes, Lord, let me let, let me victory is being in the presence of God. I say, Lord, I am victorious, Lord, because yes, I am I am triumphant, I am victorious. Lord Jesus, thank you for conquering that area of my life where I have struggled. I am no longer in bondage to sin. I am victorious. I know that I know that when I die, I am going to be in the presence of God. I know this because, Lord, your word says so. And I am standing upon your word. And I know that I know and i have the victory because i'm no longer bound by sin i'm no longer bound by those things before i entered into christ by those things i'm no longer bound by abuse i am no longer bound by 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 alcoholism i am no longer bound by uh, drug abuse i am no longer bound by depression and suicide and anxiety and fear i am no longer gripped by these things why because christ has given me the victory, and I am standing triumphant in that victory. That is what it means to be victorious, when we can look and see, wow, I've come a long way, but thanks be to God. And if not for his grace, if not for deliverance, if not for your healing, people who were once crippled, people who were once in wheelchairs standing up for the first time and saying, Lord, thank you. Thank you for (laughs) my testimony is that I am victorious. And you may say, well, yes, even when I was in the wheelchair, I was victorious. But, Lord, now that I can stand, I give you the victory. I give you the glory. And he has shown us victory is his glory. Victory is his touch. Victory is his anointing. Victory is his healing. Victory is his deliverance. Victory is his word, hallelujah, which brings deliverance and brings reassurance that he will come and that he will save and that he will manifest himself in his people and he will show himself to be real, hallelujah, glory be to God, so when we say victory, it's so much deeper. than than cliche and, and emotionalism, I pray that we will enter into the real true victory, that we will enter into the presence of God, and that we would finally say, Lord, I repent of those things that I am holding on to, even if there be any residue of unforgiveness Unforgiveness Oh, that is such warfare Lord, if there's any residue Yes, I have forgiven this person But Lord, is there any residue If there is, expose it, Lord Bring about even a circumstance Lord, that is going to bring about mm, There's still something there Lord, hallelujah Why? Because I cannot die I want, When I say I am victorious I want to know, for real That ha, I have victory Over unforgiveness I have victory over these areas, over my in my life. Hallelujah! So, beloved, it is my heartfelt prayer and thank you, woman of God, for sharing that, and thank you, man of God, for sharing as well. And and, and at this hour, it is now 8:40. Excuse me, 8:50 p.m. Uh, there is approximately 10 minutes remaining in the program. And again, here on Kingdom Empowerment Radio, I'm sorry, folks, and maybe I shouldn't even apologize. We preach repentance here. Why? Because we want you to really know what it means to be victorious, to be triumphant in Jesus Christ. And the only way that you can know this victory for yourself is to repent, is to say, Lord, I want to know true victory not a cliche type of victory, not an emotional victory, but a real repentant victory, a repentant heart, a heart that is broken, as the woman of God said, a heart that is truly transformed so that now you can enter into this real, true victory. While we have some time, I would like to Open up the phone lines for the remaining nine minutes. Closing comments at this hour, or maybe there's someone on the line who is in need of prayer. Closing comments at this time. Caller, you're on the air. God bless you. If not, then I'll just continue.
1: Yes, uh, praise man of God. Please pray for us, pray for everyone listening today that we really forget about What we can have or what we seek, but just focus on Him. He is all that we need. We want to know Him. So please pray for us. Thank you. Amen.
2: God bless you. Absolutely, man of God. God bless you. God bless you. And yes, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of reflection, this time of worship, time of coming together fellowship examining your word understanding the deep things of god that lord you would illuminate victory that lord yes you would bring us to another level in our understanding that we would not merely again scratch at the surface but go into the deep things lord reveal to us your secrets in dreams, in visions, so that, Lord, we can understand you and know you, get to know you better in the spirit. Lord, I pray that you would take your sons and daughters, even those who are not, hallelujah, in the fold, but, Lord, that you would reveal yourself, Lord, that you would have mercy on the atheists, that you would show mercy to those that do not know you, that, Lord, you would have, hallelujah, That Lord, as your heart, you have a long suffering heart, that you would break the heart of those who have turned from you, that you would even break the heart of the backslider, that Lord, you would bring the backslider, that you would bring the prodigal sons and daughters home, bring them into the full understanding of what it means to be victorious in Christ. In this hour, Lord, it is not your will that any should perish, but, Lord, in this hour, speak to your people. Dreams, I decree and declare, dreams, visions, send a prophet, Lord, send prophets, prophets, yes, Lord, send your people out there, Lord, to speak to the nations, to scream deliverance, to yell deliverance, Lord, to scream out repentance to the people in this time, Lord Jesus, for, Lord, You have a heart for people, and you have given your people the same heart that you have for your creation and the same heart that you have for your sons and daughters. And we thank you for what you have done in this time and for what you're about to do As your gospel reaches all nations in this hour, that, Lord, you would even reach the White House, that you would reach, hallelujah, all the way up to the executive hallelujah branch, executive branch, to anoint and touch the executive branch, the legislative branch, the judicial branch, all the way down to state and city, Lord. Lord, that you would impact governments for your glory, that you would impact lawmakers, policy makers, presidents, prime ministers, congressmen and women, senators, mayors, every leader of every capacity, even in the houses of God, that, Lord, you would pour out your spirit, And, Lord, that you would do a Holy Ghost transformation, Lord, that people would begin to move according to your perfect will. You have called us to pray for kings, to pray for leaders, regardless of their politics. Lord, you have called us to pray for the kings, and yes, Lord, I pray for our president, that Lord Jesus, and I pray for our vice president, regardless of what they're saying and doing, but Lord, that we would pray that they would enter into a new mindset, that you would transform their minds and their hearts for your glory, and I decree and declare that your will be done, and your kingdom will come On earth as it is in heaven And we thank you For manifesting your presence As it was in days past You will manifest yourself again To be true In days to come And we thank you For what you're doing On Kingdom Empowerment Radio Bless your holy name In Jesus name we pray Amen and amen This is your host chaplain Kevin Graves concluding It is 8.56pm at this time on Kingdom Empowerment Radio, and I just want to thank those who listen. Thank you, woman of God, and thank you, man of God, for your sharing. God bless you, and may the riches of Jesus Christ, his riches, his spirit, his anointing, his favor, his hand be upon you both and your families. And for those who are listening in, God bless you as well. May the anointing and power of Jesus Christ go with you, that wherever you go, angels would move with you, angels of war, angels of of favor. That you would receive favor not just from God, but favor in the eyes of man. That spiritual doors, supernatural doors would open, doors that would be closed to you ordinarily, but by the favor of God, God tugging at someone's heartstrings on your behalf, that door will open. Perhaps you're unqualified, but God says, hmm, man says you're unqualified. But based upon what I see, you're my son, you're my daughter, you are qualified for this position. And I decree and declare, as doors may appear to be closed to you, that God, by his anointing, by his divine favor, because he is doing something in this hour, doors will open, supernatural doors. People will hire you who would not do it under different circumstances. They will scratch their heads and say, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm giving you this opportunity. I'm looking at your resume. Your resume says, mm, no, but for some reason, I'm going to hire you because there's something here that that I like, and I can't even understand it. I can't put my finger on it, but I'm going to hire you. That is the favor of God, which can be unfair, To some people, but God says, you are there for a reason, my son, my daughter, and I have positioned you for a reason, and you are going to be there, why? Because you are going to give me glory, and I am using you in this region at this particular point in time. So don't think it's strange, but God is doing a thing in this hour. So God bless you. May God continue to pour out his favor. May God continue to to pour out his power, his anointing to heal, his anointing to bring deliverance and cast out demons for for Jesus' name's sake and for the sakes of individuals, even for those who have denied God, hallelujah, they will see the miracle-working power of God. They will see the healing. They will, ah, yes, they will hear the prophetic, and they will say, wow, how could this person know this about me? No one knows this about me. Yeah, but God knows. So, yes, Lord, pour out your, use your prophets. Use your prophets, Lord, in this hour to bring healing, to bring a word. Hallelujah. Use your apostles. Use your pastors, Lord, in this hour to bring about healing and structure and establishing your kingdom here on earth. And we thank you. Hallelujah. For what you're doing, Lord Jesus, in this time. And in this season, my beloved, it is now 8.59 p.m. This is your host, Chaplain Kevin Graves. I'm with you every second and fourth Monday of each month. Uh, feel free to email me. Uh, my email address is pkwgraves at gmail.com. That's pkwgraves at gmail.com. Thank you, Dr. Gani. Thank you, Mr. Gani, for allowing me to be a part of Kingdom kingdom empowerment radio and thank you dr sunny agbono thank you my dear brother it is always a pleasure to 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 work with you side by side uh here on kingdom empowerment radio god bless you and your family may the anointing and the peace of god be with you always and woman of god thank you as well may the peace of god be with you just the same with you and your family And it is my time to sign off. It is 9 p.m. It was a pleasure bringing this topic to you. Do Do we truly have the victory? May the victory that is in Jesus Christ be your portion all the days of your life. True victory. May the true victory of our Lord and Savior be your portion. Marinate in that victory. Embrace this victory. It belongs to you, and it came at a cost. God bless you, beloved. Have a good evening.